Hi, and welcome to the Onlineification Pod, a podcast produced by Suma. I'm Alex, your host, and in today's episode, we have two new guests. It's Elin and Charlotte. Both work as project managers here at Suma. So in this episode, we're going to talk about how they manage projects, and they're going to give us some tips about tools to manage projects and so on. And I really hope you enjoyed this episode. At least I did. So here we go. So welcome to the onlineification pod. Thank today, you. Thank you. Today we have two new guests. It's Charlotte and it's Elin. And how are you, Elin? I'm great, thanks. How are you, Alex? I'm good. I'm good. Glad to hear it. And Charlotte? Well, I would say it's good. It's Friday and the sun is shining and I'm in my first pod. First pod ever. First pod ever. But you listen to podcasts or do you only listen to books no both uh depending on on the mood but yeah I, I listen to pods but not this intellectual pods i would say it's more you know the fun pods so to say yeah <laughs> this is a, oh alexander this is a fun pod <laughs> worse, I'm sorry, but I, I meant you know more the not that in-depth uh, knowledge uh, things yeah no you need to relax your brain sometimes yes it's yes. constantly firing <laughs> yeah and Elin, do you listen to to podcast is this is your first podcast yeah same here actually yeah it's my first recording uh but yeah i do listen to podcasts uh, from time to time it's a bit like up and down sometimes it's a lot and sometimes it's nothing but yeah i do good yeah but i thought we could uh, start with introducing you and uh <laughs> let's go with you charlotte uh, who are you and uh, what do you do at suma yeah, as you said, my name is Charlotte and uh, I'm almost 40 years old now and been working for Zuma, I think, for like seven years. And all the time I've been working as a project manager. Um, so trying to make sure that people are doing what they're supposed to do on a certain deadline. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you, Elin? Yeah, uh, I'm Elin. Uh, I've been with Zuma since 2011 except for three years when I was abroad and then I came back. So, but I just as Charlotte, I've been a project manager this whole time, uh, starting actually more focusing on CGI projects and videos at first. And then uh, once I returned to Suma <laughs> from uh, China, I uh, was more like into uh, content and uh, .com projects, content projects, yeah. basically the whole full, full span all of those projects that we do at Zuma. What did you do in between there in China? I was an expat. My husband was working abroad. Mm. So, but I was actually working on a local contract in Shanghai for a few years while I was at it. Well, you both have a vast experience in, in product management and that's what this uh, episode is going to be about. And um, let's start with you, Charlotte. For, for all the years you've been uh, working as a project manager, what would you say distinguish those projects uh, that succeed versus those who uh, who fail what an easy question to answer um i would say that the um the main thing to focus on to have a success in a project is that you have the engagement from from suma side but also from the customer side um because 
a, a success project is really when when the two parts come together and, and make a great collaboration and uh, and when each part take the full responsibility for the task that they are being assigned i would say and uh, how do you get that engagement what's uh... good question i um I, I really don't know. Um, I guess that the first thing is that it's super clear what needs to be done and why, mm -hmm. and not only for the Zuma team, also for the for the customer, and that they really understand what needs to be done and why it needs to be done, and why it needs to be done in a certain order. And uh, well, I think that if you like your job, <laughs> you are engaged to you know, you want to do a good job and and you want to deliver. So, but it really takes. Um, it takes time to do a project so you cannot do it you know with the left hand you need to to focus and and make sure that the team on our side and in the customer side really have a full setup and, and elin what would you say are the main challenges uh, for for a general project well <clears throat> that's probably uh, keeping it all together like having everyone involved all the time and making sure that everyone like understands where you're at and why you're doing things and like that you actually have frequent follow-ups and make sure that you have everyone on board like the whole time and I think especially for longer projects I mean they tend to take some time and it's easy to think that yes we've been through this everyone knows this and then a couple of weeks or months passes by and then I mean we all forget things so it's easy to forget that you need to go back and repeat yeah <laughs> and continue so I think that's uh, at least one of the main challenges uh, running projects I would say but that goes for both ends both like on the external side and also internally of course yeah do you agree there Charlotte or do you have anything to add no I agree with ELM I so, think also you could talk about like if if the purpose or the goals are unclear that's also a challenge because that will like backfire the, <laughs> the whole way through the project so that's also like having a structure very clearly defined uh, in the beginning of the project and actually make sure that you have that uh, foundation in place before you continue that's very important i would say and charlotte could you walk us through general project um that you um that you commonly work with at suma could be launching a, a dot com like just uh, briefly, what are the steps? Um, normally at Zuma, we work with some kind of digital project. It can be uh, everything from uh, creating a new .com, but it can also be just uh, creating articles and make them convert and, and so on. So it's, it's all around the dig digital parts. Um, and I would say from from start to end, uh, describe what needs to be done. And as uh, uh, ELM said, you, you need to be aligned on what that what that is, and then um, create a, a a plan for it um, when certain things needs to be done and by who. And uh, I would say that the success normally is when you really have this tight uh, meetup. Uh, in the team, but also together with the customer saying, let's meet every week. We might not have anything to talk about because we haven't done that much, but at least, you know, have a call to, to see where you are and, and answer questions and, and so on. Um, and make sure to keep deadline. Uh, so 
have something to plan in. It can be an Excel, it can be something. Um, and then review internally, review with the customer, and then launch whatever we are supposed to launch. Good. And then celebrate. <laughs> Don't forget to celebrate. That's Don't important. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, know that you, I know that you both are very good at celebrating. I also know that you are both very good at or interesting in um, like uh, project management tools. You mentioned just now, Charlotte, Excel. But yeah. are there any other project management tools you have evaluated uh, recently or past years? Uh, Elin, do you have any, any recommendations on, on what uh, project management tools to look for? <clears throat> yeah, maybe Charlotte and I should say it together at once. <laughs> okay. One, One, two, three. Trello. Trello. <laughs> <laughs> no, Trello is a good tool. We have, I've been using it a lot. I know Charlotte has too. It's it's a good one. It's uh, intuitive and easy to to grasp for basically everyone. I would say. So of course Trello comes comes along <laughs> a lot. Then I think uh, using SharePoint uh, for like easy access and uh, collaborating uh, re in real time. That's also a good way to run projects. And also for, like talking about easy access for information and such, it's a good combination at least. Um, so I would probably nail it down to those two. Primarily. So what are the key uh, benefits of Trello, Charlotte? You often uh, ask me if I you know, get commission from Trello because I talk so much about it. Mm. I would say that the, the main or the good thing with Trello is it, that it's so easy to use for everyone. You don't need to be... You know, if you check these big project management tools, you need to have like one week of crash course to understand what to do. That's not the case with Trello. You can just, you know, log in and more or less understand what to do. And so it makes it easy for, for everyone to collaborate in. Um, and I would also recommend Google Drive to share mm -hmm. documents. If I know, you know, if the customer cannot use SharePoint or... For several reasons, I think uh, Google Drive is also something very easy to use. Um, but yeah, I love Trello. I've been working with Trello for, I don't know, 10 years maybe. So what would you say, Alexander? Because you've also been working in Trello. Yeah, and uh, I use it most when uh, like planning uh, content to write and so on. And uh, I think it's very intu intuitive. Uh, when you have like the content process, uh, it's often like uh, you have some kind of backlog and uh, then uh, you need to get uh, accepted to start and then you drag the, the card to, to accept the start and, um, and then you have the draft uh, column and review column and feedback column. And um, mm. I, you actually, you, Charlotte, uh, you, taught me a very good thing and and that is that it's you can only have one contact one card owner mm. uh, and before i i was teach that by you mm. uh, i didn't like it that much but now as soon as uh, i'm done i sign it to someone else and uh, so much clear so, so i was right Right? Yeah, 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 definitely. I love being right. Now you have it on tape, Charlotte. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do you have any, any other tips uh, apart from, from only having one card owner? Well, uh, I would say uh, a good thing is the, the good 
thing with Trellis, actually, what you describe, you can have different columns, uh, but that's also the dynamic with it. You can create those columns depending on the project. And uh, so if you have these content things, you, you have one certain way to, to handle it. And in the easy thing to set up is really task in progress done. And that's it. Um, and other good things is to keep it updated to make sure that, you know, everything is in, uh, in the correct status, but also using the checklists uh, and have all the things that needs to be done and also set a due date on a mm. card. And uh, so you know when to be done with a certain task. Do you have anything Elin, else that I missed? Like best practice Trello work? No, I actually think you covered it all being Miss Trello as you, as you are. <laughs> Trello ambassador. But, uh, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, I think it's good to like, once you dive into it, it's good to use the functionality such as like filtering on yourself and maybe use the labels that you can also use, like labeling the cards for maybe different uh, sections or segments or how you, how you choose to categorize them. But still you can use labels for filtering as well. So there are a lot of options to like make it more efficient. And one other thing I would like to add to that is really uh, make sure that you have everything in Trello because, or in the other tool that you are d decided to choose. Because the worst thing that can happen is that you have some of the dialogue and the description of the task in the email. And then you have some in Trello and then you might have some in a document. So try to keep the, the main things in one place. It can be an email, but it can also be in Trello, but decide together with your team where to answer and how to answer and where to store stuff. Do you mutually agree on a, on a structure when, when you start a project with a customer on a Trello board or? Uh, if, if I answer yeah. that question, I would say that I say to the team members that this is how we should do it. And if you have a better idea, please let me know because then I can adjust. But this is how I recommend us to work. Uh, and um, yeah, so that's how I steer it, so to say. I mean, that goes for the full project management part, I would say. I mean, in the beginning of a project, you like present the suggested way of working. And then, of course, you need to, everyone needs to speak up if they think otherwise, of course, but still just to, like nail down the structure before you proceed. So, and that goes for Trello and everything else. Mm, agree. Well, good. So, so we started with uh, defining that it's very important to have a uh, engagement from all team members as well as uh, Suma and the clients and, and so on. And then we touched on uh, on the planning stuff and the planning tool Trello. It's quite funny. Every episode I've had with Anderson Stellan, they they always uh, comes back to Amazon, and uh, maybe Trello is your Amazon. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> that you would always yeah. come back to Trello. And uh, best practice, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have any any other uh, tips or thoughts about what you want to talk about uh, regarding product management? I would <laughs> just one note is like more knowledge in general and being knowledge is power so to say i mean make sure to educate everyone like both on your end and on the client's end so like if there are i mean for instance in hubspot case there are a lot of certifications that you can take and like 
actually introduce those and make sure that people try to at least uh, have a look at them because the more you educate the, the better the process and for everything basically that's one tip it's a very good tip actually um Elin, because um to add to the question in the beginning you know the success of of a project or whatever we how we defined it uh i really agree with you Elin. Uh, if if everyone speaks the same language on what we are working around like with inbound or with content or hubspot or whatever yeah really um make sure that you are on this more or less same same level then it's easier to understand why we're doing what we are doing exactly so you can like have a clear goal uh, everyone understands why why you're doing things and what you're aiming for what's what's the roi of course everything like that and then also i would say it's good to like aim for those easy short-term wins the easy wins first so you can like sort of have like this boost and then you have of course the long-term goals as well but uh, that could also be good to like prioritize a little bit on where you can gain those easy wins as well mm. and and you you define those easy wins in the beginning of the project exactly. then, and yeah. the plan it according. like setting the structure and the planning phase okay mm. so alexander did you learn something new from yeah this? yeah i i um well, I, I knew that you both were a fan of Trello before, so that wasn't new. No, I, 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 I worked with, with you. You didn't learn anything yet. <laughs> no. No, but I worked with you both uh, um, in, in uh, various projects and so on. And I, I, I can just ensure that you, you do what you preach. <laughs> <laughs> we are doing thing, huh? Yeah. No, but I, I know that you, uh, for example, have a very good uh, over overview of the project and uh, and as a, as a as a team member of the project it, you can ensure that that you're you're the one that that has control over the full uh, package and uh, and that's very i think if i'm if i'm going to talk about it from it from like a team member perspective that's that's how i feel reliable that i'm doing the right stuff and so on that you have this uh, steering uh, lighting uh, that you are doing the right things and that you're on the right and that you have like the overall perspective and uh, and keep in mind this, this uh, the the goal that was set in the beginning it's often easy i think when you if it's lo if it's large projects that uh, you kind of forget those what you're actually trying to achieve with the project and so on and you get so detailed and narrow but then you two are very good at uh, reminding that well thank you for listening to this episode i hope you enjoyed it if you like this podcast you can subscribe to it on spotify or on soundcloud and uh, you can find a transcript of this podcast on suma.se. So thank you very much and bye-bye.